another episode of Mature Audiences Mayhem. My name is Glenn King. It is my honor to bring you this podcast where we talk about the things that other podcasts either cannot or will not talk about. That is, things that are for mature audiences only. And today, today, a very special day on the program. I have with me the great C.J. Miles, and she is someone who is known pretty much throughout the world as one of the most beautiful women in the entire world, and also somebody who doesn't do a lot of interviews. And today, she has agreed to talk to us about herself, tell us who she is, and really open up to us in a way that I think is going to be inspiring to women all over the world who have come from difficult backgrounds. So I'm so excited that she's with us. Now, before I bring her on, just to explain the C.J. Miles phenomenon. So just Google her, the name C.J. Miles. She's not the basketball player. She's the other (laughs) C.J. Miles. But if you basically went into a laboratory and said, I am just going to design the perfect girl, I'm going to put on the perfect hands, the perfect chin, the perfect hair, the perfect ass, the perfect (laughs) pussy. I know she wants me to say it. All of these things. If you put them all together to make the perfect girl, this is what you would have is CJ Miles. I've been working in the adult film industry for 20 years, and I have so many friends outside the industry, and I always like to ask them, who are the women you know that work in adults, whether they be porn stars or Instagram models or whatever, uh, the cam models? who you think are the most beautiful women in the world, and they always go, okay, my hottest top five, beside from C.J. Miles, of course, who's number one, here are the other four. It's always C.J. Miles plus four others. So with that in mind, I am excited to bring you the great C.J. Miles. Hello. Hello, C.J. Thank you so much for coming on Mature Audiences Mayhem. So let's start at the beginning then. Um and talk about your background. You are not from the United States. I believe you're from the Philippines. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So what was it like for you growing up in the Philippines? Um, same, like all Filipinos, kind of hard life, but yeah. I am here now. <laughs> uh, your dad left you, your family, when you were at an early age? Yes. My dad left us when I was four. Okay. I think, yeah, because um, he needs to work <laughs> so he can go to school, and I was left with my sister and my mom. What was it like growing up with your mom then? Um, she's kind of like not that, not the best mom <laughs> in the world, but yeah, yeah. But you ended up leaving your leaving moving out from your mom at age fifteen. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he, she told me to leave. <laughs> well, so, yeah, so I, I have to, like, find my way out to the world. <laughs> That's tough. So why did she tell you to leave at age 15? There's a lot of stuff that was she's going through, and... My dad was sending money to her, so she want to keep it all of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. That was the story. But so I have to, like, live with my my friends and my cousins and my classmates till I get to college. Okay. So there's this is where the story kind of gets a little nicer. Um, you, you, you moved out at age 15. So at age 15 in the Philippines, you're not a college student yet, or, or you're just finishing high school. Where exactly – what are you I doing at age 15? Third year high school. Okay. So at that point, you just moved in with a friend, but you still had ambitions of going to college and making something of yourself. Yeah, because I I just want to finish college when I when I was young. Like I I don't want to get pregnant early like all the other kids, and I want to help my my dad and my sister. And what did you want to be at that time? Um, before, like really, if you're in the Philippines, like you have to finish school or else you are not gonna get anywhere in life. So that was my only goal was to finish school so I can get a decent job. Okay. 
So you want to finish school and get a job, and somehow you managed to do so. Actually, I think that's pretty great. So you actually got a um, a degree from college. What was your degree in? I finished computer engineering. Boom. And Colegio de San Juan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all you CJ Miles fans out there, right off the bat, you guessed wrong. She is a computer engineer with a degree in computer engineering. Programs, is that right? What do you pro- what languages did you learn to program in? Um, Flash, Visual Basic, and a lot of stuff. I forgot. Okay, but Visual Basic, (laughs) hey, look, I want you CJ Miles fans out there right now to admit it. You underestimated CJ. Go ahead, say it to yourselves. I underestimated CJ Miles. She is way smarter than I thought. She has a degree in computer engineering. Way to go, CJ. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right, so what did you do with your degree in computer engineering? After I finished school, I, I, it was like a... A lot of call center coming up, like in in the Philippines. So, I applied there and I worked for Dell techni- as a technical support. So, if somebody bought a Dell computer in the United States, <laughs> this is kind of cool. You bought your Dell computer. Uh, what year was this, by the way? Do we do we know? Do you remember? Um, I think it's two. Wait, I graduated. 98 so i think it's like 2000 or 2001 all right so you bought your dell computer in 2001 you're too dumb to figure out how to turn it on right you call (laughs) dell technical support and you're talking to cj miles and then she walks you through how to turn your computer on is that right yes well actually this is the whole story (laughs) the whole story was like you know when you call so or when you call 1-800 number it's most call center are routed to Asia because it's <laughs> low cost. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So mostly Filipinos have like long Filipino names and my Filipino name is really long. Okay. So our boss, it's all American people who we work for. So they said like, okay, when you answer the phone, we you cannot say like, Maria, Christina, or something. We all have long names. So we have to pretend that we're in America. So we have to make an American sounding <laughs> name. So we have to like think what is like American name that we want. So it's easier for us to answer the phone. So within five minutes, we have to <laughs> create the like American name. So I was like, I was thinking. Because my whole name is like a Filipino name. Yeah. I start with Christina or Christine, something like that. Okay. <laughs> so it's kind of long for me to answer it. And we have to pretend that we're in America. So I was listening to this radio station. And she's my favorite um, VJ. And her name is Miles. So I was like, I want to have a name, Miles. <laughs> but I couldn't think of first name. Okay. So I was like, like the, our boss said, like, okay, you have to pass it right in the paper. <laughs> Within five minutes, you have to send your name, like really short name. So I was like thinking, <laughs> since my first name is started with CJ or CG, so I just put CJ and then Miles. There you go. So, yeah. So when I came to America, like when I started modeling, they ha- they said like, oh, you need to have like like a modeling name so I was like okay that's what I used in the call center for four years <laughs> right. two years yeah so CJ Miles so. who knew <laughs> that's that, how I there you go. that's a great story actually and yeah. who knew that that Dell call center would um, end up giving you a good start in the world of modeling by yeah. giving you your name huh? so there you go but I think it's also funny to know that some of you that are listening to this podcast probably bought a Dell computer back in the early 2000s and had a great conversation with CJ over here and didn't even know that you already knew CJ Mott. Yep. There you go. All right. So you, you're working for Dell in their tech support center. And so you met a guy somehow at Dell or how, how did this happen? Yeah. The, he's a... Uh... We're, well, all, 
all our bosses are like uh, from America, from Texas, because the, that's the where the corporate office of Dell. So they sent a lot of people from from Texas to train the Filipino people, or my office. So uh-huh. that's how I met. Well, a lot of Americans like me that time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. So I, one of the guys that worked there, I dated him. So, and then he, after two years, they went back to America. And I was thinking of, like, going to Japan or something. Yeah. To work. Yeah. I was done with call center. But he tried to petition me. Okay. Yeah, let me sh- make sure I understand this concept of petitioning. So this uh, this guy's a Dell executive, and he works ends up working in the Philippines for a couple of years. Is this right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And and dating you. Uh, I'm sure that all of the American executives wanted to date you, but this guy was the winner. Basically, you liked him. <laughs> well, and- he he was young, and I was young too. So he's, I think I was. I was 22, and he was 27 or okay. 25. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So he's young. You're young. He has to go back to the United States, and he wants to take you with him. And you say he petitioned to get you in, in America. How does how did that work? He, he just asked you to come to America with him, or what do you mean by petition? I, at first, I never really asked him. I yeah. just, like, okay, they left, and I was I, – I was done with my job too, so I was like thinking, oh, maybe I'll just go to Japan because there's no really money in the Philippines yeah. or where I work. I I make hundred dollars monthly. <laughs> That's yeah. how much you make, <laughs> even if you finish like college, you know. Wow. So I was like, okay, I need to go somewhere, but I if you're not if you don't have like family in America, it's so hard for you to go to the states. Right. So I was thinking I I wanted to go to Japan because my cousins live there, and and they dance in Japan and they have a better life. So, but he he told me that he's gonna petition me, like a fiance visa because it's the fastest um, visa. Fiance visa is the fastest way to get approved. Yes, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So he files something with the the State Department saying that you're his fiance and that he wants to bring you to the United States. And yeah. you at that point were so happy, right? Because you you had heard about the United States and yeah. this would be the greatest thing. Mm-hmm. Well, he 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 told me like, oh, I can help you. I can petition you here. And then I was trying to. Um, apply for Japan visa too and I got I got Japan visa and US visa at the same time. Okay. After six months <laughs> after six months I was still after getting passed with all the US visa, um I was still in the Philippines and my dad was like, Why are you still in the Philippines? <laughs> and I told my dad I don't have money to buy a ticket. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. You're, you're getting married, theoretically, to this guy. Uh, why didn't he send you the money for the ticket? I don't know. <laughs> huh, okay. I think for him, like, uh, he already helped his part. <laughs> so, oh, God. Okay. and I was, like, so shy to ask. So, my dad was in Saudi Arabia that time, and he borrowed money from his best friend. He borrowed, the ticket is $700 one way. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a lot of money for him, I'm sure. Yeah, because he, my dad makes a thousand a month in mm. Saudi. Yeah. So he borrowed eight hundred. He 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 bought my ticket one way. Yeah. To America, like seven hundred, and he gave me the hundred dollars as pocket money. <laughs> that's very very wonderful of your dad, because um, basically, if he was making a thousand dollars a month, then his rent probably cost him about five or six hundred dollars a month. Yes. So he he took a month's rent, more than a month's rent, to get his daughter to the United States uh, when her, her fiancé should have been – forgive me for saying so, but your fiancé <laughs> should have been covering this. Uh, that's that's disturbing. Okay, so – but that's great. You get the money from your dad and you get on the plane. You come to the United States 
excited about having a fresh start, and then what happened? So when I got to Texas, that's where he lives in Orange, Texas. Where's well, Orange? I, Is that near Louisiana? Let me Google this real quick here. Orange, Texas. Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay, so for those of you listening, it's uh, looks like it's about maybe a fifty to hundred miles east of Houston, towards mm-hmm. Louisiana, kind of near the coast. You were near the coast, right? You near the water? Me, I didn't go out anywhere when I got there. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> they just picked me up at the airport. So, all right. according to this Google Maps, it's uh, it's it looks like a very small town that is somewhere east of Houston. Yes. Uh, all right. So you get to Houston, and you're you get to this cheap guy who wouldn't even pay for your flight. And then what happened? <laughs> so when I got there, I found out a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that he just lived literally in his mom's couch. But I don't want to talk bad <laughs> about him or his family because they're the, his family was really nice to me. Yes. But he doesn't have enough money to support me. Yes. Or, yeah. And I found out that he was married the time he was dating me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so when I got there, I, got, I think he got divorced. So, yeah. So okay. A lot of, like, shady. <laughs> like, But when I got there, it's I, I can't do anything anymore. So there's another problem that occurs to me here. Uh, Dell Computers is in was in Austin, Texas at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is Orange, Texas that we're talking about, which is not near Austin, Texas. So oh. let me guess. By that point, he was not working at Dell anymore. Yeah, I think he was done that time. So he had no job and was living on his mom's couch. Yes. Yeah. So I live in his mom's couch. <laughs> <laughs> and um of course when i got there i don't really he he has a bad temper all the time i mm-hmm. guess he just don't like his life and i feel like he's trapped like petitioning me mm-hmm. you know so so it doesn't you're not happy obviously at this point did you even did he have his own room did you have a room with him no, we're like in his mom's couch in the living room. <laughs> when you were so, in the Philippines, yeah. did you have your own room? Yeah, I live in a dorm. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you figure you're going to be better off in the United States, and you don't even For have your own sure. room. <laughs> For sure. So I, I, in a small like, town in I Texas. Sold, I sold all my stuff when I went to America because I'm like, yeah, I'm not going back to the Philippines. <laughs> you know, so. Sure. Small town in Texas, probably not a lot of other Filipinos there either. Yeah, it well, Orange, Texas, I don't know where I am, but it's like the <laughs> middle of nowhere. We right. don't really have like neighbors. Like you have to walk far. <laughs> like yeah. it's in like in a village or something. <laughs> oh my God. You had a Dairy <laughs> Queen? Was there a Dairy Queen there? There's usually a Dairy Queen in every small city in Texas. No. Not even a Dairy Queen. All right. Stoplight? I don't know. He never took me out, so I don't know. Oh, my God. Okay. And you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but I just want to get your story out there. You say he was yeah. – you say he was had a temper. Was he abusive? Yeah. Did he – Did he? was he violent at times? When he was in the Philippines, because I dated him for a long time, he was kind of – like I kind of see it. Like he has a bad temper, but not till I get to Texas. Like he – he became more like, how do you call it? Like hands up, like aggressive. Like, he became very yeah, aggressive, more aggressive towards you. Yeah. And but he, in the, when I was in the Philippines, I can see a little bit of his like he has anger management because I don't know. Like when he gets mad, he gets you know like he grabs me. Yeah. But and when I get to Texas, it got more like I feel like he's more powerful because he's in his country. Sure. Yeah, you know we didn't say this at the beginning of the podcast, everybody, but CJ Miles is four foot six. Four, uh, yes, seven. Right? <laughs> Sorry, four foot seven, and she weighs about 80, 85 pounds at the time, probably even less. 
Yeah. <laughs> so we're not talking about a fair fight here. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a black belter too. And he was a black belt. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Usually, black belts are learn how to control their temper and to not be such a you know violent person. But I guess some of them must have been to that same yeah. dojo from Karate Kid where they were like, "Sweep the knee, sweep the knee." That's it. Sorry. That's a. I'm sure you don't get that reference, but um, uh, but yeah. <laughs> bad for the bad dojo they did this is like where they teach you the bad things all right so what we're saying here is that you come to the united states you're living on a guy's couch with him he becomes violent and aggressive towards you and abusive Mm -hmm. you probably didn't want to go back to the philippines uh so you decide to stick it out what happened how did you improve your situation how'd you get out of this mess within okay the part is like when I got there, like every week or every month, it's getting worse. But within ninety days, like I have to get married to him because within ninety days, or else I'm gonna get deported. So even okay. though I, he was like that to me, and he was mean to me, and he was, I'm learning stuff from him. Like he was married when the whole time I was dating him in the Philippines. <laughs> I couldn't do anything or say anything to him because I I want to stay in America. Right. And he's my only option that time because he's the one who petitioned me. Right. So within 90 days, even though we're not really doing great or like he's really aggressive to me, I have we, – we got married within 90 days in – and what do you call that? Like in a court, you just sign a paper? Yeah, a justice of the peace. So you went down to yeah. the courthouse and then you basically just got married where you with no ceremony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it, uh, like a, what do you call that? Like a drive through wedding in Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, a drive through. <laughs> exactly. I, I, that's what I didn't like think of. Like, oh, I'm going to get married. Like, you know? But I didn't know. It was like that, that I don't... Like, we just drive somewhere, and then he was, like, he was, like, beating me up that time, too. Mm. Like, going to going to the parking lot. <laughs> I think he doesn't want to marry me. And he just feels stuck that he petitioned me. And me, too, like, but I don't have any option because I don't want to, I don't want to get deported because I want to stay in America. I just... Sure. I just don't want to go home, like, with that, oh, you know, I didn't make it to America, so I just stick it out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're a survivor. And by the way, it sounds like a beautiful ceremony, so um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you have pictures from this still? Uh, do you cherish that moment, huh? Your first marriage. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, for, I kind of remember it, it's, but it's not that I remember in the movies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm not making fun of her people that are listening to the podcast. We're laughing together about these things here. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So you get married to this guy. Uh, so at least you get to stay in the United States and everything's legal. So you got something to, you know, hang your hat on. You got hope at that point, right? But somehow, I mean, but you're also stuck in the middle of Texas, the biggest state that has people in it in the United States. In the middle of nowhere, with no money, and no job. Yeah. So, well, and wait, you're getting physically, <laughs> yeah, your one hundred bucks is gone, and you're getting physically abused by your new husband. Mm-hmm. So after that, um, what well, his his family couldn't take it. His sister, he has two sisters, and they told me like, you know, you don't have to stay with him you're in America now and you can do whatever you want. But I was like, I don't know where to go. <laughs> I really don't know where to go. That's what he always, he always tell me, like, who, where do I go? Like, he's the only one I have. He's kind of like telling me that he's the only one I got. So for me, it's like, which is true because I don't know anybody in there. Yeah. Uh, he just brainwashed me, but, but his sister... Fortunately, he she she wrote the immigration that her brother is hurting me, is beating me up. So, 
So after that, I got a letter. Like they, even if I stay, they will not deport me. So I, I assume that immigration had come out and visited a couple times. Is that right? And and that's how your sister had their phone number of a contact over there? Or am I wrong? Did immigration – well, they might not – no, they might not have come out all the way to Orange, Texas to visit you, right? No. But I was just, like, thinking that if I don't stay with him, they will deport me. Right. So – so they give you this letter saying you can go wherever you want, and the only problem is you don't have a way to get out of town, and you don't have any money. Yeah. So one day, I was just like, for six months, I'm just inside the room because I couldn't work because I was waiting for my social security number. Yeah. Like, so I could I can't apply anywhere at all. Okay. Right. So... Um, one day, <laughs> I went to his computer, and then I saw that he has MySpace. He was talking to other girls on MySpace. So I was like, what is MySpace? <laughs> so what is MySpace? So I was like, so I made an, an account, and a lot of people messaged me there. Of course, like, it was my first time. So I was, like, replying back. And there's this photographer in San Diego told me, like, hey, I'm going to fly you out to San Diego so we can do a photo shoot. I was like, what was that? Like, I, he said, I'm, I'm going to pay you. And I was like, no, I can't work because I don't have social security number. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, no, I'm going to pay you cash. I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> so I was like happy. Like, and then thank God it was like really a legit photographer. You know? What are the odds? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so everybody that's listening to the podcast, just to remind you, some of you may not even remember MySpace, but MySpace <laughs> was kind of Facebook before Facebook. It was this little social media site where you put some pictures of yourself in a bio and then people could contact you. And you had a friend list of you know who your favorite friends were and you could number them. And, uh, and then so you could – Find other people, and it is a lot a way that a lot of models kind of got discovered is through MySpace. But the problem is, is that there are a lot of a lot of people at that point were discovering that it's an easy way to to set up a scam. I mean, fake photographers were kind of epidemic back then, and still are. I'm sure you've yeah. run into quite a few scam photographers since then. Mm-hmm. So this guy, but here's the question I got: is that what did your pictures on MySpace even look like? Did you have makeup on, or was it just... Uh... No, it was just one-by-one one picture, I think, what I have. That's it. It's just one picture of me. <laughs> but then a, a lot of people, like, messaging me already, so I was like... But, so this photographer, he was, like, a real, like, a legit photographer. Like, he shots a lot of girls, and he does websites and stuff. Photographer flies you out. This is really cool. You yeah, must have been so, nervous. Kind of, but I was so excited, too, to get out of Texas <laughs> Yeah, for a long time. So I was like, yay, I'm going to be at the airport and go to San Diego. And I was like, I was excited. So I, so I told the guy that I'm with. Yeah, your husband. I said, I'm going to San Diego. He said, for what? I said, for photo shoot. And he said, like, okay. He doesn't really care. He just wants to leave. Okay. <laughs> he didn't even ask me, like, who is this photographer? You know, like, if you care about someone, you're going to ask, like, is this a legit photographer? But he just don't care. And he just, like, go. Yeah. I, I would so, sort yeah, of have expected I, a husband to say, let me get on the phone with this photographer. I know, right? I'm sure he's... He doesn't care. <laughs> I was like... Okay, he just okay. want me to leave and don't come back. So. Wow. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay, so <laughs> so you go out to San Diego, you you meet this photographer. This has to be the the lottery of photography. Like this guy hit the jackpot. He could, he random he takes a girl off of one picture on MySpace, takes a chance on her, flies her out to San Diego from Texas. And ends up being C.J. Miles, the most beautiful woman on planet Earth. Way to go, photographer guy. Could have been you. It's I, Hey, I've got a ticket for you right now. You can come out here to Vegas anytime. Damn it. Why wasn't that me? I was in the business back in 2002. I started in 2002. 
I should have been going through MySpace. (laughs) Yeah, I had a MySpace, and now I'm mad at myself. I could have had you as the main girl for my website, and I would be a billionaire today. (laughs) Right. And you would be different because, you know, my websites are all female domination, so you'd be Mistress CJ Miles, and by now, you would be so bitchy. You'd be mean to everybody, (laughs) and you'd be like... Really? Yes, you would. I don't know if I can be mean though, because I'm. I feel like I'm a, like I'm a comedian. <laughs> <So> <laughs> like I'm always funny. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, it's acting, uh, and it's it's you know it's one of those things where you play a character and then you start feeling confident at playing the character, and then it develops your your own self confidence, and you, you just feel more comfortable being a dominant role of course men have wanted to be your sex slave of course men have said to you oh my god please sit on my face cj and that's something that you've probably done before yeah (laughs) there you go all right getting back on topic here uh so you get you go you do this myspace thing you go meet this photographer san diego he realizes right away he's got something special i'm guessing and then what happens and then, so that was my first modeling pictures. I didn't really know what to do. And then he he said, like, oh, who's, who's your friends here? I said, I don't have any friends. So he introduced me to, like, the Filipino girls that he knows. And one of that is uh, Sharice and Francine, and they're both Filipinos. Francine D. we're talking about here, who was absolutely one of the most beautiful Asian models ever to be in the business. Excuse me, I shouldn't say Asian model. She's one of the most beautiful models ever to be in the business. Yes. And who, and who was the other one? What was... Sharice, but she used to model before, but she just stopped. Okay. Yeah, was that her stage name, was Sharice? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Charisse. Yeah, Sharice Kayleen. Yeah, she was my friend and Francine. And I told them about my story. I like I was I reached out to them like like um I have an abusive guy that time that I live and then Francine told me like cause she lived in Vegas. Yeah. She said just fuck him, just get, <laughs> yeah. get your stuff and then live with me and I have a job for you. I yeah. said, Okay. I was like, Okay, I was so happy, like, okay, you have a job for me. Yeah. So I I flew to Vegas, and she picked me up at the airport. And wait, wait, I, wait, you flew from San Diego to Vegas, or you flew from Orange to Vegas? I went back to Texas again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I was wondering if you just said, screw it, I'm not even going back there to pick up like, my stuff. I was happy because the photographers <laughs> paid me 500 and that was my first cash that I made within like for like six months being in America. Yeah. So that didn't last long, too. <laughs> no, probably not. So, and then Francine said, okay, just... So I bought that ticket, that money, like, to buy a ticket to Vegas. And then she said, just live with me and I have a job for you. And I said, what am I going to do with him? And, like, just say you're just going to work, which is, like, I am going to work. But he didn't really care where I'm going or he didn't ask me. So I don't think he, <laughs> he really wants me back. Okay. So when I went to to Vegas, I applied. Um, I I got a like a divorce lawyer. Okay. And then he was Filipino, so I I can explain to him what happened. And the divorce lawyer said, like, if if I said to the police that I was beaten up, then I could be automatically citizen. I could get the citizenship immediately. Oh. I didn't know that, so for girls who get abused to say you like that, and then you're going to get your citizenship really quick. But I didn't know go. my rights before. Well, so. Thank you so much for letting anybody that's listening <laughs> to the podcast know that if you're yeah. in a similar situation, you might have a way out of it uh, right there. Um, yeah. So now we're going to ask CJ about her first day uh, it, with Francine in Vegas, but... First, we need to talk about our sponsor, Sex Panther. (laughs) CJ Miles is on Sex Panther. If you uh, have been listening to this program for the last 20 minutes or so, by now you are madly in love with CJ and you want to get to know her better. You want to be able to talk to her. And the first dumb thing that came into your head was send her a dick pic. But let me tell you, 
you do not want to send CJ a dick pic on Twitter or on Instagram because she's not going to reply probably. But she will reply if you send it to her on Sext Panther. Is that right, yes. CJ? Yes. yes. So you go to sextpanther.com slash CJ dash miles or uh, no, you go to textcjmiles.com. Yeah, yeah. That will take you to her Sex Panther. You will get her phone number for free and then you will be able to send her texts and she will be able to sext you back or send you pictures <laughs> or videos or even talk on the phone with you. And as you can see, she's mm-hmm. fun, delightful and funny. So she's worth every penny per minute of whatever she charges you per minute to talk to you on the phone. And not only can you talk to CJ, but pretty much every girl that's ever been on my podcast uh, is also on Sex Panther. Great women like Ginger Lynn and Christy Canyon and Courtney Taylor and Cindy Starfall and uh, just about everybody is on Sex Panther. So get on Sex Panther and start texting with CJ today and talk about anything with her. What do you talk about on Sex Panther? What do you do on Sex Panther? Everything. There you go. Femdom. Femdom. Oh, I'm getting on Sex Panther with her then. This is great. You just need me to teach you how to be Mistress CJ. I swear you will be the most dominant mistress in the history of the world. You will own slaves all over the place. I'll own you too. Just kidding. Own me too. Absolutely. Take it all. Take it all from me. Okay, so go to sexpanther.com and get with Mistress CJ over here or whatever you're into, uh, get into it with with CJ. Uh, So you go to sexpanther.com. That's S-E-X-T-P-A-N-T-H-E-R.com. And by the way, if you're one of the many female performers who listens to this show, if you're not on Sex Panther yet, what in the heck are you waiting for? Shame on you. Get on there and be a Sex Panther provider today and start making money and building that special bond with your fans. All right, so there you go. All right, let's talk about Blue Chew. So let's just say that you become the luckiest man in the world and you get the opportunity to have sex with C.J. Miles. And all this happens on the spur of the moment. Like, basically, you met her at Whole Foods, you guys hit it off, you went to the parking lot, you got in the car with her, and she wants to have sex with you in the back seat. You don't have an hour to take an erectile dysfunction pill and wait for it to hit. You need the fastest working erectile dysfunction pill you can find. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the world's first chewable erectile dysfunction pill that has the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So because it's chewable, it works up to twice as fast as your regular erectile dysfunction pills. That's what you need if you get the opportunity to have sex with CJ Miles. You can get it at bluechew.com and unlike the traditional erectile dysfunction pills where you had to go to a doctor uh, explain your problem and uh, pay for an office visit, etc., and go to uh, the pharmacy and pick it up. Blue Chew is much more simple. You go to their website, bluechew.com. You type into a little box, explain what your problem is. Hey, I'm having difficulty getting erections or I need some help getting erections. A doctor will review it and then write you a prescription that uh, will then be shipped directly to your home. So it's going to come right to you in a very discreet package. You do not have to go to the pharmacy. You don't have to go to your doctor's office. All done online and very simple. And I can tell you as a customer of theirs, it works. So go to bluechew.com. I will make this a no-brainer for you. How about a price of free? Use my promo code ADULT, A-D-U-L-T, and you will get your first order for free. That's right. I said free. You just pay $5 for shipping and that's it. And then you, like many others, will text me or send me an email or whatever Uh, Or tweet me. I prefer tweeting and say, thank you, Glenn, for telling me about Blue Chew. It works. And because of it, I was able to have the best sex of my life. So there you go. BlueChew.com. B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Promo code ADULT. A-D-U-L-T. Get your first order for free. All right. One more sponsor to tell you about today, and that is the great Savage Sin Clothing. Savage Sin Clothing can be found at SavageSinClothing.com, where it says, at Savage Sin We take our MMA and XXX lifestyle seriously. Live fast, fight hard, that's our motto. Our clothing serves as a reminder of the badass that's inside all of us. 
Savage Sin Clothing is where you can find contemporary clothes that can be worn just about anywhere, whether it's to the gym, to the mall, etc., with cool things on the shirts. I personally have trouble picking out clothing, and that is why I love Savage Sin. Uh, just on their website right now, browsing through the catalog, looking in the men's section today. Some cool stuff here. I see, let's see, uh, a shirt that says, Live Fast, Fight Hard. Here's one that says, Ride or Die. Uh, Live Fast, Die Old. That's what I need. <laughs> Live Fast, Die Old. All kinds of things here. They've got shirts. They've got bikinis. They've got tank tops. They've got accessories. It's all here for you. And you can use my promo code, KINGSIN, K-I-N-G-S-I-N, Get a 40% discount plus free shipping on your order. So that's pretty much an offer that you cannot refuse. Go give it a try. Go to SavageSinClothing.com today and get yourself some really awesome clothing. All right, so getting back to CJ, you met Francine D. You got on a plane. You came to Vegas. She had a job waiting for you. And what was your job? Well, she took me to her office. (laughs) Her office is... Rhino University of <laughs> Rhino. Her ha- her natural habitat, exactly. Yes. Well, I didn't know it was a strip club, so as soon as she picked me up, we went to get um, a business license. I forgot where it is. So we got a business license, and we went straight to the back of Rhino, where where the manager saw me. Usually, they get girls go to strip club to audition so the manager will look at you if you're hired or when can you start but as soon as the manager saw me i didn't (laughs) have any makeup on i was just landed from there but he saw me he said i you can start now i was like start what (laughs) (laughs) well usually in the strip club if you want to be a dancer you're gonna go to the changing room and change for like a bikini outfit and so francine gave me a bikini and i was like what is this just she said just wear it (laughs) and then the manager saw me he's like you can start now i was like (laughs) and francine's like i'll see you inside biatch (laughs) okay this this must be before you had big boobs right um, I have a small boobs. At that point, you had small boobs. So you wear yeah. no makeup, you had small boobs, which I'm. Which is not to say that you're not naturally be- beautiful, because I, I don't even know what you look like without makeup, but I think it's amazing that anyone could go in with no makeup on and get a job on the spot at Spearmint Rhino, which is kind of the top club, or at the time was the top club in Las Vegas for sure, and probably still is. Yes. And, uh, so I'm I bragging on your behalf. Was- You're naturally beauty, beautiful is what I'm saying. She, you're too modest to say it, but I'll say it for you. <laughs> you have to be stunning for that to happen. Well, without makeup on, I look more younger. I look like 16. <laughs> oh, so you're saying they just hired you because they wanted somebody in there that looked like she was really young? Well, there's a lot of satisfaction <laughs> in America. <laughs> well, I didn't know that, but... yeah. But yeah, I was I look sixteen because I have my braces on too. So ah, okay, wow. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So your friends is friends, senior hot. So you, but you had no idea what a stripper even did, right? I mean, did, how did you know what to do? I just watched the girls, but as first night, I didn't really know how to dance. It took a while for me to like not get shy, but until now, I'm so shy. But I got the hang of it i danced there for a long time so sure you learned all the tricks about being a stripper (laughs) is there a trick it was just it came natural (laughs) yeah it was like my playground (laughs) sure so basically if you were working a strip club for more than a couple of years you can look at any guy from about 20 feet away and know exactly how much money that he has in his wallet that's is that right well, kind of, I kind of know now. Yeah, exactly. Now you do. I mean, you worked in the strip club for a few, for a few yeah. years. You sort of got the reputation, like if there was a stripper ranking system uh, of saying who are the greatest strippers in the world, here's number one, number two, number three, somehow you got on the list as like, you know, maybe amongst the top strippers in the world working over at Spearman <laughs> Rhino. 
you can Google this if you don't believe me, people that are listening. Like, um, I, I'm pretty sure if you type in CJ Miles <laughs> stripper rhino, you're going to find cjmilesofficial.com. Cj Mi- no, go to cj Plug your stuff real quick, actually, before yes. we forget. My website is cjmilesofficial.com mm-hmm. and onlyfans.com slash cjmiles and Sex Panther is textcjmiles.com. Yeah. All right. So you're, I can't believe we're already 40 something minutes into this because you, really? you got such a fascinating story here. I, I don't want to take a long up... story of my life. <laughs> yeah. And it's a wonderful story. And I, and I hope that. The, the women that are listening to the podcast who come from troubled backgrounds are seeing that there's a way out. There's always a way out if you not. believe in yourself. <laughs> you believe in yourself. CJ will help you personally. All right, so you work in a strip club, but you went beyond that. You got into the world of modeling as well. Mm-hmm. I was, like, I was, like, really hardworking. Like, I work at night at strip club and I do photo shoots and and do car shows and like a lot of photo shoot I shot with penthouse playboy yeah and a lot of car magazine I did a lot of music videos with Snoop Dogg the game a lot of um reality shows that I was in you did a reality show called money talks that I watched the other day right yes that was awesome you played uh, the boy, the girlfriend of one of the guys uh, on the show. Yeah, Chris Pirelli. Yeah. And he went furniture shopping, and then they had you bouncing all over the bed. Yeah, I didn't know there was a camera, because the camera is, like, in a far. Okay. So I was just being me. <laughs> yeah. Also, I was being me, because I didn't know. But I had a mic, but I was just, like, I, I'm just having fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you guys Google that, uh, Money Talks, uh, C.J. Miles, and, and you'll see everything that C.J. Miles is all about is in that little episode where she's only on for a few minutes, but you can see not only is she beautiful, but but you can see her personality as well. Yes. <laughs> so this is really cool. So you're doing modeling stuff at the same time you're stripping, and you're making money, and are you are you sending that money back home? Are you taking care of your family? Yeah, as soon as I made money, um, I sent money home so I can pay my dad's debt. Yeah. <laughs> and I bought my dad a car and a house and my brother and my sister a nice house in the city. Mm, you're so nice. You still take care of your family today, right? Up to now, yes. So Monthly. When, <laughs> there you go, everybody. When you uh, join her OnlyFans or, or buy one of her videos or whatever you do that supports her, you're helping this wonderful young lady take care of her family. It's not just, you know, helping her buy purses or whatever. Do you do, do you understand that? She's a special individual. So the penthouse dealio was, is interesting to me because I remember back then, I don't think you had done spread stuff before penthouse. Is that right? Yes, I never. Because um, I, I had a website and it was just like a kind of like, Playboy style. Yeah. You know? And then when um, Penthouse messaged me, they want they want spread. Yeah. And it was, but I was looking at their website. I was like, oh, there's porn. I'm like, I don't want to do with any like porn. So they said, no, it's just you basically. And it was nicely done. So I, when I went to the shoot, it was really nice and the photographers are photographers from playboy so yeah so i kind of trust them well it's a a great shoot um no doubt you guys can again google this but um you know the makeup is perfect the body's perfect everything was absolutely amazing about this penthouse and i remember back then seeing it and just being blown away like oh my god cj miles finally did spread this is wonderful (laughs) (laughs) and i think it was exciting for guys all over the world did it? Did they have to like pay you extra or talk you into it? Did you say no at first? Was it a tough decision um, for you? The, no, because I in the beginning I was like when I was doing my website I was like shy, like I never look at my pussy. Yeah. <laughs> but they said I have a pretty pussy, so I just like okay, whatever. Yeah. I thought like all pussy looks the same, but my friends are like, no, not all pussy looks the same. Yours is cute, so yours is beautiful. So I was like, okay, I did spread, and 
it was nicely done so i like it again and i was like in a in penthouse for i was penthouse pet for like a long time yeah uh yeah so you were penthouse pet of the month were you or or um yeah they paid paid extra for that wow yeah Again, guys, if you were designing a girl in a laboratory, this is what she would look like. The perfect everything. So you're going to want to see this. Pussy. The perfect pussy. I'm surprised you don't have an um, uh, artificial vagina like some of the girls I do. I want to. I just don't know where to get it. I went to Japan, and I saw a lot of pocket pussy, and I said I want to have one like this, like mold. Huh. Uh, my friend uh, Alexis Amore, who was on the podcast recently, had – had her second one of those done recently. Mm. So maybe I'll ask her if I can get you a contact to hook you up with. You should have your yeah. own vagina, your own uh, realistic uh, vagina, whatever they call this. Pocket yeah. pussy. Or something. Pocket pussy. The CJ Miles pussy. People would buy that. Uh, all right, so that's exciting for you. And for then, for the next few years, you're just doing solo stuff. Your website, whatever, it gets a little bit more risque. You're doing the dancing, you're doing the modeling. Is it Was the next big change when you finally met Bill Fox? Um, just so people on the podcast know, we, we, I've talked about Bill in the past. Bill passed away earlier this year. He's one of the most revolutionary – he was one of the most revolutionary forces in our industry and is somewhat – the, some people say he's uh, responsible for the development of OnlyFans. Uh, it was a big part of OnlyFans, let's say. And I know that he had told me many times that he thought of C.J. Miles as the ultimate prize in the industry. In other words, he was constantly looking for new talent to sign up for, at the time, Sex Panther and OnlyFans. And he kept on telling me that, man, I, I've got, I got an inside track, man. I, I know this girl that knows a girl that's, that knows CJ, and she's going to put me in touch with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so you finally met Bill at some point in, the, in, in there, right? And so how did that come about anyway? I went to um, one day, I went to L.A., and then I saw this photographer in Starbucks. I forgot his name. Okay. Um, and then he he said, like, CJ, the, um, you need to keep in touch with Bill. Do you know OnlyFans? I was like, no. <laughs> so you need to talk to him. You need to call him. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I look at OnlyFans and like, okay, because I was doing a, a different app before, and I was done with the contract, and then I was like, okay, I need to do something. Yeah. So the next uh, time that I went to L.A., I met up with Bill, and he helped me, and he showed me how OnlyFans works. So I was excited. Uh, and was it Sex Panther first or second? Because I know he got you into Sex Panther also. Yeah, he got me Sex Panther and OnlyFans. So Bill, uh, one of my closest friends ever, and, and, and just one of the greatest people ever to have lived. So many people love him. His one day with you meant so much to him. I don't know if you realize this, but I, I, I really? re- remember at the time him calling me, and he was so happy that he had spent a day with you and was just amazed at your personality. And he said, oh, my God, she's so different than she comes across on, on video. She's smart. She's funny. She's She takes care of her family. I don't have a question on that. I just want to let you know how much it meant to him. And, I don't yeah. know. Like I, I, I felt it too. Like when I was with him, he's really nice. Yeah, he was so nice. Yeah, a nice fella, and I and I'm glad that it's worked out so well for you because now we can talk about your OnlyFans because this is where Bill led you to. You have an OnlyFans page, and it's uh, OnlyFans.com/slash/cjmiles. I think right or yes. Okay, how much does it cost to join your OnlyFans? It's $12.95. I'm pulling it up right now. $12.95 for the former penthouse pet, CJ Miles. Uh, So, guys, why have you not joined this yet is my question. How is it possible that you have not joined her OnlyFans, which is only $12.95, and she runs specials from time to time, too? Oh, it's it's on sale right now. It's (laughs) (laughs) $6.48. Yeah, it's for veterans. (laughs) 
There you I go. Do sometimes, yes. She's running a sale right now. This offer goes on until November 20th. All right. This podcast is going up on the 5th or 16th, I think. So there's still four days left if you're listening to the podcast right when it comes out here. So get in there and join CJ's OnlyFans for only $6.48. What is on this? There's First off, there's naked of pictures stuff. of you. <laughs> a lot of stuff. <laughs> Wait, all right. So I'm looking at... No, this is not PG. According to the page here, video number 49 has muscle worship, ass eating, <laughs> hardcore fingering, pussy eating, and BJ... <laughs> I hope the ass-eating is him eating you. Is that right? It's I not thought good. my ass-eating. <laughs> okay, good. All right. I don't I don't want to know if you're eating other guys' asses, but whatever. I mean, everybody, not fetish-shaming. Everybody's got their thing. Muscle worship is you on him. Ass-eating is him on you. All right. So <laughs> what I'm saying, though, is that, guys, this is not the softcore, no-spready stuff that she was doing 10 years ago. This is full hardcore. I evolved now. She's evolved. <laughs> um, Bill is going to be proud of me. <laughs> yes, he, believe me. Bill is looking down at you and masturbating in heaven every night to this stuff. Trust me. <laughs> yes, he's, putting, he's giving me blessings from heaven. <laughs> he somehow got you to send him dirty pictures of yourself, didn't he? He was very good at that with the girls. He, he, yeah, he's like he always take care of me, like because I was always like I need to go to work, like because I was like still dancing at the Rhino that time, and I said, CJ, why are you not making content? I said I have to go to work, I have to dance, and he's like. No, you have to focus on OnlyFans because there's more fans, like, all over the world waiting for you. And I was like, no, I need to send money home. And he's like, because I need to make money because I make a thousand, like, a night at the Rhino and I have to send home money. And he's like, I'll give you the thousand. Just make content. <laughs> so he's always Bill. taking care of me because he knows that I take care of my family and he's so nice. Yeah. He, he doesn't want me to stress and worry. So I think he's like that to a lot of his like friends that's close to him so i know like he takes care of a lot of girls that only fans he does and he took care yeah. of a lot of his friends and up in heaven i'm sure he is taking care of people left and right because that's the kind of guy he is and yeah. looking down from heaven and looking after all of us of his friends as well um i still am amazed looking at your website so there's a lot of hardcore sex on here it looks like you're actually doing boy girl sex scenes on here mm-hmm I, I collab with different OnlyFans girls and guys. Yes. Okay. So CJ is actually having sex on her OnlyFans now. Wow. CJ's <laughs> having sex on her OnlyFans. Go finally. check this out for finally for six fifty, and it's better for you. I, I think this is something that you can help explain to the models out there. And believe me, as a twenty-year producer, I don't necessarily want girls to be able to make more money doing their own stuff than for working for people like me. But this is the reality is that if you work hard and you build your brand and you build your platform, you can make more money off doing sex scenes for your own platform than for producers like me. Well, because some fans that before, like, they never expected that, but a lot of guys do want... If they cannot fuck me, they want to see me getting fucked, so... There you go. So, yeah. So go to her OnlyFans site today and join. And my understanding is that you also do live shows on OnlyFans where yes, you get I to do. interact with your fans. Yes. And it's fun because they always tip me and and I get to dress up for them, whatever they want to see. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a chat room on there. And, it's you, you know, like, okay, I've seen some of these girls who have live shows on OnlyFans where – it's just them drinking coffee and chatting with people. But your live shows, you're naked and you're you're like doing wild fun things, right? Like sex yeah. things. Okay. Well, I'm always naked. <laughs> 24/7. Yeah. So, you guys want to see this. You go to her OnlyFans and check this out. Uh, don't miss out on this. Uh, okay, so we talked about your Sex Panther, we talked about your OnlyFans. What is uh, what's in your future now that you've done this stuff? Are you going to collaborate more with other girls? Are you going to do you have uh, exciting plans for your OnlyFans in terms of costumes and dress up? Like, what's on the calendar for CJ for the rest of the year? I think I'm gonna 
do um, live sex show mm. on my next show. Mm-hmm. So, and I'll be traveling. I'm going to Mexico, Dubai, and Thailand. So I'm going to be traveling. And last time I was in the Philippines, I was doing live show for my OnlyFans so they can see how beautiful is my country. So I t- always take them anywhere, everywhere I go. <laughs> so. Yeah, people need to follow you on Instagram probably. Let's see. What's your Instagram? Miss CJ Miles. At Miss CJ Miles. M-I-S-S-C-J Miles. So go to Miss CJ Miles, and then you'll be able to follow her on her travels through Thailand and uh, Dubai and see her riding a camel. All this <laughs> great stuff. Yes. You, is this, has this happened before? Have you ridden a camel before? Yes, a lot of times. Oh. So I can only imagine a four-foot-seven girl on a camel. Uh, that's probably on your Instagram somewhere already. Well, I'm always riding dick, so it's the same. <laughs> okay. So speaking of riding dick, and I'm sort of wrapping this up now here, What have you been made offers by some of the companies like Brazzers and Bang Bros or whatever who yes. are big porn companies? And are you going to do it? What is? What are you thinking on these ago. things? A long time ago. Uh, yeah, a long time. Ever since I've been in this industry, I get a lot of offers. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if money talks. <laughs> money talks. <laughs> okay. Money talks. Money talks. So if you're one of the many porn producers that listens to the show, you could get CJ. You just need to put the big bucks on the table. I know. <laughs> I mean, they So money talks. Get CJ. All right. CJ, you've been so wonderful. I'm so happy that we could tell your story to everybody. Um, if you're again, if you're one of the females that are listening to us, you feel like your life has uh, has been through some difficulty. Just remember, there's always somebody out there in the same situation as you or a similar situation who's managed to overcome. You know, I hope other girls can be inspired by you. So tell everybody one more time where they can find CJ Miles. Let's run through it all again. What's your Twitter, first of all? Twitter is the real CJ Miles. Is that right? I have two Twitter. Oh, okay. <laughs> so hold on. The real CJ Miles one and uh, sorry, the real CJ Miles and CJ Miles one is my Twitter. Sure. What is your Twitter? I am Glenn King XXX with two N's. So it's G L E N N K I N G X X X, and then the show Twitter is. Um, and thank you for asking, because uh, I always forget to tell people. It's MAM Podcast 1, where you can check out who's our guests on the show. And uh, I sometimes put up audio from the show, little excerpts and stuff like that. So go check that out. Do you have OnlyFans? I have an OnlyFans. I just finally... You? It's funny, because Bill, for years, he was like, Ah, Glenn, what the fuck, man? Why don't you have an OnlyFans? You're my friend. So um, now he's he's passed away, whatever. Finally, I set up one about three days ago. I have four followers so far. Uh, Bill but will be proud of you. Bill is so happy, I'm sure, up there. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. So, but yeah, I've got OnlyFans, and I'm just getting it going, and I'm putting up content every day, and it's at OnlyFans.com slash bitches. So if you're a fan of my work out there, you guys, or if you're into female domination, if you're into women using men as sex slaves, women using men for sexual pleasure— Stuff like, you know, secretary makes her boss get under the desk and, and eat her out. That's uh, my fantasy. Every time I watch Pornhub, that's my <laughs> fantasy. Well, you must be watching my stuff then. I know. I need to learn from you. I need to. You have to give me your 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 copies. Your copies. I need to learn how to be a dominant. I am going to take you under my wing, CJ, and create yeah. a monster out of you. And uh, and teach you how to be dominant, and you'll see. Like men will be falling at your feet. They already are anyway. But now you'll know what to do with them. Like literally, yeah, guys are to, just like, going to send you focus. money. Yes, please send me OnlyFans.com. <laughs> yes, I'm going to teach you everything you need to know. We're going to get you out here to Vegas, and we'll do a content trades of some sort. So you'll have yeah, content. Yeah. 
I have a studio here, and we'll, we'll get you going. Um, and you'll have a scene then to, to put up on your OnlyFans of you sitting on a guy's face, mine specifically. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, so there you go. Let's. I, I don't think we got through all your media though. So it's uh, textcjmiles.com. OnlyFans.com slash CJMiles and my website, CJMilesOfficial.com. There you go, everybody. CJ Miles. Thank you very much for listening to the program, everybody. Thank you, CJ, for coming on the show. Thank if you're you, a fan of CJ Miles who tuned in just for CJ, we would appreciate it if you would click on that subscribe button. Uh, whether you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify or Google Play or anywhere else that people get podcasts, iHeartRadio, everywhere else, give us a five-star review. Click on the subscribe button because that helps us. The more subscribers we have, the more sponsors we could get, and the better guests we can get. Although, to be honest, there can be no better guest than C.J. Miles. We've already peaked this program. There you go. All right, everybody. C.J. Miles! Yay!